that first conversation you and I had, I was I, I liked what I heard from you because that's that's the type of customer that we're looking for. Somebody that's that has a use in mind. Basically, they're looking for a tool. And we want to be able to supply that tool so you can reach whatever objective it is that you're trying to do. Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer podcast, inspiring real women with a passion for fishing and the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now, here's your host, Angie Scott and Barb Carey. Hey everyone, Angie Scott here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Woman Angler and Adventure podcast. My co-host, Captain Barb Carey, is recovering from some injuries sustained in her boat during an epic day of fishing recently. She had a great post on her page asking people to share if you've ever been injured while fishing. Some great stories have been shared thus far. If you have one or you'd like to read other people's tales, I'll put a link to that post in the show notes for this episode so you can go check it out. That's going to be at thewomanangler.com slash 62. So I decided to take this opportunity to do something a little different on this week's episode. This past weekend, I had the opportunity to meet and fish a tournament with Bill Dance, Jimmy Houston, and Roland Martin. It was the T.J. Martell Foundation's annual Cast for a Cure Celebrity Big Bass Fishing Tournament, and it was to raise money for cancer research. This was the third year of the tournament. The first year I, I fished it was actually my first ever fishing tournament, and it was on Old Hickory Lake, which is just outside of Nashville. And that first year they held it in October, which is a pretty tough month for fishing on Old Hickory and I went out with a guide and ended up getting completely skunked. He caught a couple small ones, but it was a really, really tough day of fishing. So the next year they moved it to June, and I missed last year's tournament due to a conflict, but I was able to make it out this year. And uh, this year my wife and I fished it ourselves out of our Quest pontoon. It was pretty neat. You've probably heard me talk about my boat before, uh, 2015 Quest Edge pontoon, and that's the subject of this week's podcast. I had the opportunity to sit down and talk with Quest Pontoon's regional sales manager, Terry Glover. Now, you'll hear my story about the boat in this episode, so to get back to the tournament real quick, it was really fun pulling up in a pontoon. I'm going to make a quick video and put it on the website as well as you can see our experience. But we were the only female boat, uh, the only female run boat, and definitely the only pontoon. Honestly, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Talk about fishing in comfort. As the day wore on, the lake started to get pretty busy and there was a lot of wake to handle, but it was no problem on the pontoon. I also really enjoyed having the ability to cool off in the water if need be as it got really hot. So I was able to put us on some fish, but unfortunately none of them were big enough of size to make a difference in the tournament. But at one point we were out there fishing on this hump and who pulls up next to us but Bill Dance. Definitely made me feel a little more confident in my spot. So it was a really cool event, and I'm happy to say a lady ended up winning it with a 4.39 pound bass. And the coolest part about it is that she donated her over $3,000 in winnings right back to the charity. 
So I hope to do even more tournament fishing and quest pontoons this summer. And in addition to that, if you follow me on Facebook, you may have seen I've started putting my captain's license to good use and doing some charters out on the lake in my quest. I took a group of ladies out one Saturday. They wanted to fish and brought their own gear, and we had a great time. I took a couple out that wanted to do a sunset cruise and check out Party Cove and jump off the cliffs at Hole in the Wall Island. And they also caught a pretty darn nice sunset on the way back in. So it's been a lot of fun. These boats are very versatile. I'm recording this intro out on the quest right now. If you ever make it to Nashville, check out angiescottadventures.com. I hope you enjoy this episode learning about these pontoons. You might consider giving one a try as your go-to ride. See you out on the water. Terry Glover, welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventure podcast. Thanks, Angie. We've been uh, trying to do this for quite some time and finally getting it together. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We were trying to, I was trying to get you on back when this whole crazy ride first started and it was called the It Pays to Fish podcast. And I was featuring people who make a living in the industry in all different aspects of it. And uh, that didn't end up happening in time because it wasn't too many episodes and I ended up uh, switching the the focus of this show to the Woman Angler and Adventurer podcast, and it was after I had interviewed my now co-host Barb Carey, who has a huge following of super passionate women anglers. And I realized that you know there weren't there wasn't any other podcasts out there like that, and so that's why I kind of decided to switch my focus. So that being said, obviously you're not a woman, but it ties in perfectly because in this episode we're going to be talking all about Quest Pontoons, and I really want to introduce our audience to the idea of a pontoon being the perfect fishing machine. And, you know, the fact is, if you're intimidated by a regular fishing boat, a pontoon is so much easier to navigate, uh, load and unload from the trailer, it's safer and bad weather conditions, um, and so much more. So there may be some women out there who, like me, were kind of intimidated of the idea of, you know, getting a fishing boat or, you know, regular deep V boat or whatever, and would feel more comfortable with a pontoon. And so this conversation that we're about to have just might inspire them to give that a try. I hope so. Uh, And everything you said is exactly right. That is the reason to own a pontoon boat as as your your platform for fishing and that's basically what it is it's a platform to go fishing it's uh we sometimes call them a you know a 30 mile an hour living room because some of the pleasure boats are not designed for fishing but with the angler quest line which we introduced a few years ago it's definitely serious fishing product yeah, definitely. And we're going to get more into that as we continue our conversation. But um, I I wanted to kind of introduce listeners to my story. I I talked a little bit about it. If, if anybody listened way back to the first episode of the It Pays to Fish podcast, and a lot of people have listened to that episode, but if anybody didn't catch that story or just 
uh, for a refresher. Back in the fall of 2014, I decided that it was time for me to get a boat. And I was looking at, you know, I was going to Bass Pro and looking at like their tracker boats and stuff like that. And I had a limited budget. So I was I was definitely concerned about that. And I wanted a new boat because I didn't want to have to worry about being out there buying a used boat and getting stranded out on the the water. My dad had a 1984 Illumina Craft boat. He still has it. Same Johnson 40 horse motor on it. And we'd be out there and oftentimes it wouldn't start right or, you know, we'd have some issue, but he's super mechanically inclined. So he'd be able to tweak it or do whatever you need to do to get it started. So I was like, I'm not messing with a used boat. I'm going to get a new one. So that being said, with my budget, uh, you know, I was kind of limited. Well, one day I was scrolling Facebook and an ad came up for Quest Pontoons. And it was a lot smaller. The, this particular model was a lot smaller than what you'd normally think of when you think of a pontoon boat. And, uh, and the people on the boat were fishing. And I was like, hmm. Well, my parents were actually looking into getting a pontoon boat because they're getting older and it's a lot, it would be a lot easier for them to get on and off the boat from the dock than climb, you know, getting, my mom basically has to get down on all fours and get down into the boat and, and off the dock. Whereas with a pontoon, she could pretty much just step right off the dock onto the, the boat. So and they're big into fishing. And I was like, well, this would be perfect for them. So I sent them the link. Well, then, you know, the days went by and I just kept thinking about this pontoon that I saw. And I was I'm big into writing songs at the time. And so I, in my mind, I'm picturing having co-writes out on the boat in a cove or some something, bringing friends out. Like I was just thinking all the versatility, not just fishing, but all these other things that I could do from the boat. So on a whim, I decided to reach out via the contact form or whatever that was on the website. And uh, I was like, look, this is my budget. Is this even possible? And I kind of half expected to get laughed at, <laughs> to be honest. But to my surprise, I got an email back. It was from Brad Dupuy at the time. And he said, yes, we can definitely work with that. And I was like, really? Okay. And so long story short, he eventually put me in contact with you and I was able to kind of customize the boat the way I wanted it with, um, it's got two live wells. Uh, we put a wheelchair gate on it. So, you know, I kind of, in my mind also kind of eventually imagined being able to take out kids fishing and potentially, you know, maybe somebody would have a wheelchair. So I wanted to have that accommodation. It's got a fish station in the back, a half door to accommodate the trolling motor. So it's totally equipped for fishing. And ever since I got it, everywhere I take it, people would comment like, that's just the cutest pontoon I've ever seen. It's a quest edge. So it's uh, this particular model is 16 foot, 10 inches. So it's on the smaller side, which you guys out offer a smaller version of that, even the gill getter. Um, and I always tell people that because people love the, the smaller size of it, the, you know, functionality. So in the boats on the dock all the time, people walk by the houseboaters and stuff, and they're always looking for runabouts. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's so perfect because, 
you can, you know, load stuff up on it or whatever, run it back and forth. And it's small. You could potentially pull it behind your houseboat, like all this stuff. So that's kind of my quest story in a nutshell. So I remember our first conversation. And one of the things that intrigued me about what you were looking for was the idea of being able to take kids fishing. Yeah. That was one of the things that you talked about. Um, we being an independent company and a true manufacturer, meaning that we build everything ourselves, we're able to accommodate um, people like yourself that are looking for those certain things. Uh, yes, we have a lot of standard floor plans, standard style boats, but we can make changes. We can adapt. We don't have to report to some board of directors or some corporate, you know, chain of command to be able to do it. We can just make the decision and do it. And that's that's part of what makes our product attractive. And like you say, you know, you've got a you've got a 16 foot model. We build down to a 13 and we build up to a 25 and we can even build bigger than that uh, if the circumstance needs it. But um, but, yeah, it's uh like I say, that first conversation you and I had, I was I, I, I liked what I heard from you because that's that's the type of customer that we're looking for. Uh, somebody that's that has a use in mind. Basically, they're looking for a tool and we want to be able to supply that tool so you can reach whatever objective it is that you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so awesome. And I love that about the company because, you know, so many other companies might just you know, be like, yeah, we can't do that. Or, you know, not even really care about what you're trying to communicate to them. But you guys were not like that whatsoever. You're just like, yes, we can definitely work with that. So we we figured out how to take one of the seats out that would have been standard on that particular model, put a fishing seat in in place that could be removable to accommodate that door being able to open. And, you know, and then there's a space right there for somebody who's in a wheelchair if, if need be. So that was perfect. And I actually got to take out uh, three girls for the first time this past year on the pontoon. And it was awesome because we had so much room to move around didn't have to worry about, um, you know, the girls getting tangled up in each other or anything like that. Uh, it was perfect. So, well, that's that, that too is one of the pluses to a pontoon is, is you can take several passengers, several, uh, several people that want to fish and, and have plenty of room. One thing that, um, I was going to mention to you along the way is your boat was the first with that rear fish station, which is now a model in our lineup. And quite often that happens. Uh, we'll have a customer that's looking for a particular style, particular design. And if we see, you know, um, see that it's something that could, we could go to market with, I mean, we'll, we'll bring it out. And, you know, that, that model, which we call a fishtail, uh, which is basically a fish station on the back, you know, the aft section of the boat, outside the rear walls. 
uh, it's now a model in several different several different sizes and several different series in our in our line. Wow, that's so cool. Well, that's one of the things that people are really drawn to, other than the size when they see that boat. Everybody asks me, "What is that on the back?" You know, they're they're trying to figure it out. I've had so many people just standing there staring at it when I walk by, and they're like, "Is this your boat? What is that?" And I tell them it's a fish station. It's a live well, and there's a measuring board on there, so you can measure your your fish. And you know, it's kind of got like a little bump board on there. It's perfect. And um, they're like, "Oh, I, we had no idea what that was. That's so cool." So when I'm when I'm traveling and and I travel all over the over the United States and pretty much if 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 my truck is in drive there's a boat behind it <laughs> and just stopping at uh, stopping to get gas or stopping at a restaurant or or at a motel or or you know whatever whatever reason that I'm stopped I will always have more people come up to me when I'm pulling a smaller boat, a 16, a 14, a 15, somewhere that size, because they're really intrigued by it because they don't realize that it's even available, number one. And and like you say, they're not intimidated by it. They're going, I didn't realize I could get a pontoon that size, but that's still big enough that, you know, me and the wife and our two kids can get on and everybody's comfortable. And like you say, the, you know, the grandparents can get on and off the boat easily and it's a stable platform. So that's, that's, that's our niche. That's our, you know, we're, we're our, our reputation, our buzzword has always been compact pontoons. And even though we're building bigger stuff now, uh, our identity and our focus is still on smaller. So how, tell us a little bit about the history of Quest Pontoons. Like when did it get started and, and how did it get started? The original company, uh, it was a gentleman there in, in the town in St. Louis, Michigan, where we are. Um, I, I don't recall his first name, but his last name is Mellinger, Mellinger Marine. He built a, a small, basically a deck and tubes with a couple of fishing chairs on it called a gill getter. And that was the original boat that was back in the, you know, late seventies, early eighties, um, Fast forward a few years, our current owner, Mark Dupuis, uh, was in the pontoon furniture business. That's where we got, we were, we were a furniture company before we were actually a pontoon builder. He built and, um, and sold furniture to Mr. Mellinger for his boats. Well, when Mr. Mellinger wanted to retire, uh, Mark bought his company. And that's where Gilgetter began. Uh, Apex Marine was the parent company name, which was American Soft Trim, which is the upholstery furniture company, and then Gilgetter Pontoons. A couple of, he, he started to develop the line, bring out a few different models that Mr. Mellinger never offered. And then a few years after that, the Quest line was introduced. Uh, we had our dealer network was beginning to grow at that time. And, and the demand was for, you know, a nicer small pontoon because most of our competition at that time, like I said, like Mr. Mellinger did, it was basically just a deck and tubes and a couple of fish chairs. But, you know, people were saying, hey, I don't fish, but I want a boat just for two of us. And I want to have a nice stereo on it. I want to have some nice furniture on it. I want to have a nice top on it. Things that they were seeing in bigger pontoons, just in a smaller size. So, so that's where we grew. I first went to the went to work for Apex Marine nine years ago. I'm beginning 
going into my 10th year with the company, you know, at that time, our largest pontoon was an 18 footer. The next year we came out with a 20 and we've, we've grown since then. And, you know, we're this year, uh, we broke into the top 10 of all manufacturers as far as retail registrations across the United States. And that's, that's saying a lot when you think about the other pontoon companies that are out there. And like I say, our, our, our business is growing in the larger pontoons, but we still have the focus on the smaller pontoons because there's a lot more people that are looking for that type of boat. So the go-getter is still an option somebody's the gill getter the gill getter is still in the lineup it comes in a 13 and 15 footer and other than modernizing the boat for lack of a better term i mean it's still there's still a lot of similarities to the original gill getter that mr mellinger built you know 30 almost 30 years ago but we've added those amenities that that people have have started looking for and asking for and our dealers you know through our dealer network that 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 they've asked for because obviously their customers are asking for it too right yeah well our listenership kind of runs the whole gamut of Women who, uh, you know, just are interested in getting more involved in fishing to women who are hardcore anglers. And I want to talk a little bit more about the angler quest because I had the pleasure of fishing off an angler quest when I was up in North Dakota this past fall. And, you know, talk about an elite fishing experience. Uh, there was so much room to move about. Uh, one of the days, I think we had seven people. We all had lines out and we were trolling and it was windy and we didn't have to worry about getting tangled up or anything like that. It was incredibly smooth and stable, you know, triple tunes, that binary wall system for storage to get stuff out of the way and be able to move the rod holders up and down with that system. That was awesome. And, uh, and my favorite feature was probably the washdown station because I caught a slimy northern and it was flopping all around because it, it had been since I was a kid, since I caught, caught a northern, I couldn't remember how to even handle one. It had been so long. And uh, one of the guys was like, grab it on the gills and it won't, it kind of paralyzes it or whatever. But it had already flopped all around on the boat and they were able to just wash it all down right there. Um, so tell us a little bit about that model. Well, um talk about the angler quest just in in general um i believe this is the fifth year uh for the angler quest line uh brad dupuy is uh he's spearheading the the whole the whole thing brad is a as a is a hardcore fisherman and you've you fished with him yeah. so you know of course yeah. you you mentioned brad earlier he was the one you first talked to when you first contacted us about your boat mm-hmm. um but over the over the five years time, I have seen the product evolve and and I like to use the term going into this model year, the product is really dialed in. Brad has spent a lot of time on the water. Hey, that's a tough job. Let's see, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So hey, I gotta go fishing again. Yep. No, it's company research. Uh yeah, okay, Brad. Uh but um but yeah, just listening to fishermen, looking at the things that they want, looking at the trends in other boat brands and really getting the features on the boat to where they can do the things that you're talking about. You have plenty of room for several people. 
to be able to fish comfortably, not get all on top of each other, not tripping over each other, not getting lines tangled up. But then adding those little features like the washdown. I mean, that's an important feature. And I mean, we sell we sell our regular pleasure quest pontoons, ones that people are just going out to go tubing in. They'll buy that high pressure washdown system as an option for those boats because same thing. You're not getting slimy fish up in the boat, but you've got people getting in and out of the boat, got sand on their feet or mud, whatever. So they need they, they want to be able to clean the boat up. So it's just those little extra things like that. Um, as you look at the Angler Quest line as a whole, the different series of boats, you have the Troll series, you have the Fish series, you have the Family Fish series, you, and then we have our species specific series. That's a hard thing. Say that, <laughs> say that fast three times. Uh, where we've got models that are, that are specifically geared and equipped for striper fishing, cat fishing. And then this year for 2019, a new model crappie fishing boat. Uh, and these are coming from customers seeing a pro troll or a pro fish and saying, Hey, can I fish for whatever this target species is, can we, can we adapt something to that? And once again, like your fishtail, like your boat, we see a, we see a need for it. So we we're getting it into the lineup. Um, very well-constructed boats um, have the features that somebody needs. And, you know, a person can't go wrong with the angler quest line, any, any of the, any of the boats in the angler quest line. Yeah, it's it's amazing. As we're recording this interview, I was just recently at the Nashville Boat Show and you were there and you showed me a really cool uh, Quest model that has a uh, splash pad. Can you talk about that? Because I thought that was just incredibly neat. That that too, that's a new model for 2019. And, and for lack of a better term, that boat is on fire. It's been in uh, Houston Boat Show. It's been in Nashville Boat Show. It's been in uh, Chicago. It's been in Atlanta. You know, so the boat is being seen across uh, across the country. You know, I'm I'm heading to Cincinnati this weekend. There's Columbus, Ohio. There's Cleveland, Ohio. There's there's shows going on everywhere. Uh, the splash pad that you're talking about, basically what that is, it's a brand new model that has a rear multi-position lounger. Basically, it has two movable backrests that allow you to sit forward-facing or rearward-facing or forward and rearward at the same time. You just adjust it into different positions. You can take the two backrests and fold them completely flat, and you've got you've got a huge platform to lay out, you know, to to sunbathe if that's what you want to do. Um, it's the the thing about it is there are other manufacturers who have a boat similar to it, but we being furniture manufacturers, first and foremost, we were able to to design one that's easy to use. Uh, it's it's not cumbersome it's not bulky it's not heavy it's not clunky when you're trying to move the backrest it works very smoothly and we built it right and we're seeing that when we get the customers on the boat let them operate the backrest see how easy easily that it works and that's that's where the popularity is coming from and and people like the idea and that's that's what we talk about at quest pontoons we build multifunctional platforms 
this multi-position, multifunctional back back lounger, you know, people are going, hey, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. You know, there's there's lots of things they can do with it. So so obviously that boat is 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 a hit already. And that and I got to see firsthand how easy it was to adjust that seat. I mean, there was nothing, there was no, nothing you had to pull out to get it to move or whatever. You just basically lift up on it and it moves where you want it to go. I heard you talking on another podcast, and this might be of interest to some of our listeners. Um, maybe ladies who have young children, but there's a model that you have where there's something you can configure and it almost makes like a little playpen for your kids. So they're kind of enclosed. Yeah. I, I had said it, and it actually was that boat. I was saying oh, okay. that, uh, that, yeah, you could, you can put the, the rear backrest in the forward facing position and the front backrest uh, yeah. in the rear facing position. And basically it makes a little small box in there that, that yeah. yeah, you could, you could kind of use it as a playpen. <laughs> so if you got young kids, but you're wanting to fish, <laughs> just put them in there little, and then a, do your fishing. A little, little corral to keep yeah. them, keep them <laughs> occupied. Yeah. And the boat, the, that particular boat has got a USB charging port already standard mounted on there. So just, Hand them the iPad and, <laughs> and plug it in so the battery doesn't go dead, yep. and it'll keep them occupied uh, for hours. Yes, hours and hours. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we put those things on the boat because people need them. But, but yeah, get the kids out there, get them, get them swimming and fishing and right. tubing and all that stuff. Get a, get them away from the electronics it, yeah, if exactly. you can. Exactly. So I say that jokingly. <laughs> well, uh, you know. Uh, Talk about, you know, me being in Nashville, and Nashville's absolutely on fire right now. We've got people migrating here daily. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. There's buildings going up everywhere. We have tourists constantly. You know, I run an Airbnb just outside of Nashville, and it's booked all the time. Uh, here, I think it's still the number one destination for bachelorette parties, but one of the best kept secrets is our lakes. There's lakes so close to, to downtown. And uh, so if you're listening to this podcast, feel very lucky that I'm letting you in on the secret. But, you know, I welcome anybody to come down. I'll take you out on my quest. The lake that I'm on is Percy Priest, which is world famous. And, and probably people don't even know it's world famous, but if you've ever seen the Little Big Town pontoon video that was filmed in Party Cove on Percy Priest, where I hang out a lot, and it gets crazy in Party Cove, <laughs> I'll tell you. And then uh, Steve Williams, who wrote Craig Morgan's Redneck Yacht Club with Tom Shepard, I assume you're familiar with that song. Um, that was inspired by Percy Priest, specifically Elm Hill Marina. And there's a crazy cast of characters out at Elm Hill Marina, and that's what inspired that song. I'm, I may have <laughs> accidentally sang that song karaoke one time before. Hopefully there's no videos. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'd be happy to take anybody over to lunch at Elm Hill so you can witness that yourself. And, uh, and uh, you know, we're... Close to Anderson Marine, which is a Quest pontoon dealer, and that's who I bought mine through, and they're great folks out there, so... Uh, love them a lot, and uh, you know, I'll put uh, I'll put videos for those two songs in the show notes for the show, so people can check out that lake. But uh, is there anything like super exciting coming up 
request. I mean, I know you guys are always planning ahead and innovating and getting ready for the next big thing. It's always it's always exciting introducing new products because, you know, we were working on them a year and sometimes a couple of years ahead of time. Uh, and yes, we are, we are already working on some new stuff for model year 2020, uh, which of course will be coming up, um, coming up next summer. Quick, yeah. Uh, sorry, that's hard to believe that, that we're already, <laughs> we're already past, you know, already past the halfway point of the model year, but, um, but you know, sometimes you got to keep the cards close to yeah. your chest on some of that stuff because, yeah. uh, you know, there's competitors out there that want to want to knock you off if true, they can true so, true but just just know that that those of us at quest pontoons we are pontooners we use our boats whether it's brad dupuy which is hardcore on his angler quest or myself brad limerand on on our quest pontoons uh we're out using our boats we're taking customers we're taking dealers we're taking friends uh, take them out on the boats, and with, that's where we get our best ideas. Uh, it's interesting, like at boat shows and stuff, when I'm when I'm talking to a potential new Quest owner, especially if they own a pontoon now, because they see the things on our boats and they go, "Man, that makes sense. I wish my boat had that." Whoever came up with this idea was really thinking. You know, they, the boats are real world usable boats. We want you to take the boats out. We want you to have fun. We want you to be able to, to use them for what they're intended for. Um, you know, there's pontoons out there and, and, and they're great pontoons that, you know, you, you can spend a couple hundred thousand dollars on one, but you can spend a lot less than that on a, on a quest pontoon or an angler quest pontoon. If you're looking for a fishing boat and get a lot more features and a lot more usable stuff. Yeah, the way I see it, it's the only boat you'll ever need. I mean, because you don't, you can ski behind one, you can fish from it, you can just do anything, you know, recreation. Um, you guys have a partnership uh, with Lilypad, the diving boards. Yep. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those before, but those are pretty neat. You can uh, mount it right on the pontoon. It's removable, so you can get it out of the way if you're not going to use it. But basically, it's designed in such a way that the whole boat doesn't rock when somebody's jumping off the diving board. So I'll try to put a link to that in our show notes, too, so people can check that out. Yeah, that's that's a great option. Um Corey and Ann, uh, who own Lilypad Marine. I mean, they're, they're great people. Another, another example of small business owners that are making a great product. We're glad to partner with them. They're another Michigan, Michigan based company. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a really cool option. I mean, anytime anyone asks, you know, Hey, what, what accessories do you recommend to add to my boat? I mean, lily pad diving boards at the, at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can just picture it. Get up early in the morning with the family, go out, take the quest pontoon out, go fishing in the morning. It starts getting hotter a little bit later in the day. Set up the lily pad diving board, you know, do some swimming, some diving, chill out in the after, you know, until it gets afternoon later, then get back to fishing. I mean, that's an awesome day on the water right there. I mean, you, you couldn't, you couldn't write a better script. I mean, that's, that's the whole idea. When I first got started in this business 
well, let's just say a long time ago. Um, <laughs> I don't want to confess that part. Um, you know, people people owned two and sometimes three boats. They had a fishing boat. They had a pontoon that was probably a big 24-footer with lawn chairs and a 20-horse motor on the back. And then they had some type of a, a, a runabout or a ski boat, something like that. But, you know, as the years have progressed, the pontoons have taken over to where they don't have to own three boats anymore. They can own one boat and do everything on it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, uh, where can people go to find out more about Quest Pontoons? Well, our website is questpontoons.com. Quest is spelled with a W, Q-W-E-S-T, pontoons.com. Uh, there is a dealer locator on there that you click on, put your zip code in, and it'll give you uh uh, the closest dealers to you where you can actually go look at boats. Awesome. We'll put a link to that uh, website in the show notes as well. And I encourage everybody to go check that out. And Terry, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. And uh, always a pleasure to do an in-person interview. So I'm glad we were able to meet up finally and uh, it all worked out. I, I am glad we got to do it, too. And actually, uh, I was a little concerned that this was going to be like a Barbara Walters thing. You were going to have me crying by the end, but uh, this this didn't hurt at all. Good. Well, good. Good. <laughs>